All right, welcome back to Boss Lady Alliance, where we have a brief conversation and follow-up around our last episode. And our last episode um, was about the leap, so taking the leap. Uh, but first, uh, we are going to introduce ourselves. And my name is Christy Silva. I am a leadership coach and business analyst. And I help leaders become transformational leaders and shift their mindset from a product-focused mindset to a human-centered mindset. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Boss Lady Alliance. I am Muna Silva. And I am a people leader at a Fortune 500 company, and my focus is on process to alleviate the human burden in the process and ensure that the process is designed to reduce our risk as humans and keep us compliant. Isn't that funny? We kind of do the same thing, but differently. I just noticed that. I think that's really cool. Anyway, you can become part of the Alliance uh, on Patreon. Um, we have a very small, minimal um, subscription. And so we suggest you check that out. There'll be some additional things that you get from that subscription. We'll, we'll go more into that later. Um, but also you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. You can also download us if you just, uh, if you would like to just uh, listen through Amazon Music, works like a champ, and uh, RSS, and Spotify. And YouTube. Ah, yes. Wow. The Alliance has grown quite tremendously. We're everywhere. So whatever your shtick is we're probably there and you can, you can listen and participate in the conversation. Right. And we're monitoring all because we want your feedback and your comments and we need them to keep the conversation going. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so speaking of conversation, what has come up for you since we last talked about taking the leap and what that looks like in our lives? Uh, it's really been um, interesting to hear what people have had to say and their thoughts and to um, allow it to actually gel a little more myself and um, the breaking it down to, you know, the tangible leap and all the mental leaps and preparedness leaps that we don't always give credit for that facilitate and make that tangible leap happen. Um, so it's been fun for me because I'm very structured and compartmentalized. So I really like to define and, and dig down into that, that clarity. Um, and in talking it out about the leap and um, what that means and bringing in risk and bringing in... Um, preparedness and acceptance and um, honing that vision to me of what what we were really 
really saying underneath a lot of talk. Yeah. And um, so, um, you know, really um, right out of the gate. No. So wait, you've talked about structure, right? Like you come from a structured space and you were kind of reflecting back and through conversation with others who've listened to the podcast, you started to really notice um, the structure that's sort of needed in, in order to have a successful leap or a leap that you learn from, right? Like, the you know, you, we can define success may not be the end goal, but there is, <clears throat> the success is, the action and the process of and the journey of and what has been learned and then all of a sudden you reach your goal and the goal is really not the nest egg it's the journey to the goal that becomes the nest egg but you noticed there's some structure around um, co-creating a uh, a leap that um, produces some sort of result and so what are some of those elements of the structure? I think you, you noted a few of them, but, but have, do you have kind of in your mind when you're going to go take a leap, what are the things that you need to have in place in order to be able to make that next move? I think we underestimate how much work goes into that end, um, you know, the big ultimate decision to make that change and we need to value that and and see um, that we have been preparing and taking all these little you know micro leaps along the way to get ready and so it's when we start breaking it down like that and recognizing that by the time we are ready we are indeed ready um, we don't have to feel like it's as risky. It's not as scary. Like focus on all you've done to get there because whatever that that voice or that gut feeling or that spirit or that God, whatever you choose to call that, that's saying, you know, go now, trust in that, right? And for someone, um, you know, when I hear you in particular, um, really say I've never regretted it I only regret waiting or um or not like just you know giving myself that out I mean what are we so afraid of mm. like, we shouldn't be so the preparedness would really be um part of it is really looking at the fear of what what we're afraid of and understanding and naming that as part of being prepared. Yeah. Recognize that. So you can tackle the, you know, the frustration or the, or the fear or that sensation of risk. And, you know, focus on that. It's not one big chunk um, when you break it up, it doesn't become so overwhelming. And it also doesn't feel so 
um, when you take these chances, which is all we're talking about, right? Just mm -hmm. taking chances. And um, when you break them down into smaller chunks and recognize all the baby steps to get there, right? Um, it doesn't seem so drastic when you get there and it's not what you thought or it's not what you wanted or um, it's not what you look like, what you thought it would look like. Um, because then you're, you know that it's okay to swivel. Yeah. Permission to swivel. Um, it's interesting. So you, you, <clears throat> you talked about, um, uh, like micro leaps and, and as you were talking about that, I was thinking about, you know, there's two ways to go into a cold pool. One is just to jump in, which is shocking, maybe exhilarating, exciting. And another way is to walk down the steps and I had this vision of, um, you know, the micro leaps are just the small steps into the cold pool. That's a little bit more of an ease into the unknown or an ease into uh, a risk, a perceived risk, rather than just jumping right in. While jumping right in is is fun and exhilarating, it may not always be sustainable um, long-term. So there's, I, I really like that idea of the really understanding what the micro leaps are and then giving yourself permission. If you just jump in, you don't have the option to pivot or to shift. Whereas if you take it one step at a time, you have more control over making adjustments or um, having awarenesses and responding accordingly. So it becomes less of a, a risk and, and really have more um, positive effect or end result that you're looking for, depending on what that leap is about. It's interesting um, thinking about, you know, even just dipping your toe in the water. One thing that I had some conversations around is um, <clears throat> letting go of the immediate payoff of staying in the sun, so to speak, or staying, you know, on the sidelines and not taking that risk. And and I think that payoff, that immediate payoff is something that is very distracting uh, for me and I think for maybe others as well. Um, and in the process of letting go of that payoff as part of the preparation part portion of getting ready to take a leap, um, there's less resistance to the unknown. There's less resistance to um, the risk and, and it is a more in the moment, enjoyable experience. The water doesn't feel as cold because I'm not thinking about how warm the sun is. Does that make sense? You said something in episode one 
that I didn't hear right away. Mm-hmm. And I really want to shine a light on it because it was really astounding. And, and I want to see it stitched on a pillow. Um, you said, <laughs> life is a series of surrenders to what is. Mm-hmm. And yes, like, there are so many things we can't control. But the leaps, those, you know, those are choices. Those we can. And, and that's why we should jump at them. There are the opportunities that, you know, that we get to define and grasp at and set for ourselves. There are our goals and our true choices in a life that doesn't always offer choice. And that's why we shouldn't let them scare us and we should be excited for them and know that every bit is, you know, preparing. Yeah. I also like what you said about dipping your toe in the water because, you know, just that little bit creates a ripple. I mean, you don't need the full splash. No. I love, I love that we are sitting in a lot of the, the preparedness of a leap. And I was also another thing that really came up this week was, um, a connection to story and the thinking mind and how it tells a story about how it's going to go and what it's going to feel like, what it's going to look like and what we need to do or where we need to be three or four steps down the road and, and how I believe as at least in our current cultural climate in in the United States at least um, there might be other places where this isn't as prominent but I think for sure definitely within the U.S. um, we are storytellers within ourselves and it really tends to become something that holds us back from um, self-actualizing or doing the risk-taking in a way that it is mindful and um, intentional and effective. And so there has been a lot of conversation around storytelling and and how in the preparation phase that um, really taking a look at and letting go of that storytelling that might create a lot of the fears that come up when you're in the process of making a risk or a leap or taking a risk or a leap. And, and I always tend to bring um, this back to emotional intelligence and mindfulness and focusing on something other than what is not real. The storytelling may be informative of the past or past experiences, or in preparation to be ready for 
an experience that might not align with what um, what is originally intended. But we don't know that story. We d- we don't know the future. We don't know what's happening from one ne- moment to the next. Things can change, and I think it really robs us from the now, and really making um, clear mindful, emotionally intelligent decisions that will then ensure that the risk or the leap um, be as fruitful or as um, supportive or helpful or, you know, to really create that experience that we're looking for when we take the leap. Just like we said, um, you know, make sure that the goals you set for yourself are self-controlled, right? Don't give away that power and make the goal something that's out of your hands and something that relies on others or the world to facilitate because um, you're setting yourself up to fail because you can't control it. So it's the same principle that you're talking about to me is, you know, yeah, have an outline, but if you focus on preparing self you can roll with the unexpected that little bit more and um you know you set yourself up for the changes you cannot control mm-hmm. really you know the yin and the yang of it or just the same you know different pieces of the same pie i wonder why people have such a hard time with that perception uh, or that way of moving through the world is it something that's taught is it something that's part of our culture is it um you know and I don't want to say lack of faith because I think there's people of all different types of belief systems that still struggle with this same concept what is it that causes us to really hold back from ourselves and not really allow um, allow for true growth and true um, forward movement. It probably boils down to the simple fact that that is the hardest thing to rely on self that doesn't take away from spirit or or faith or anything else it incorporates it but that ownness is the ultimate challenge how have you cultivated um the ability to really to rely on yourself more and more? Are there like little steps that you take, like little micro leaps that you do just for the act of doing it that that develop that muscle for you? I think the same everyone does to the extent that they allow themselves to see it. Um, Yeah. It's trusting your gut, listening to the inner voice. Um, 
some of it just flat out comes with age, right? And that maturity, like mm-hmm. you have to work yourself to it, but it is a steady march. Um, okay, maybe not steady. <laughs> it's a march. It's a march. Right? We take breaks, then we yeah. march on. <laughs> graceful, sometimes not so graceful. I am hardly ever graceful, but uh, I do plow. <laughs> plow through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think we all reach that through, you know, at different times or different ways and a different acceptance and we call it different things. Does that really make it different? You know, whether I am saying it's the universe or God or um, define, however I define it, um, it's seeing it, recognizing it, accepting it. And I mean, it's all, it is all part of the same picture, you know, Um, it's how we choose to see or what we are ready to see, you know, everything from what you had said about, you know, used books finding their way to you. Um, you know, maybe I buy a new book and I start that path for other people. It's all the same story. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I think really, you know, that, that, gives me pause to think about what is the story that I want to tell how how do I want to perceive that story and that is something that I have full control over my perception is the one thing I think that I really have an understanding that I am I am in control of that so really what we're saying is that the preparation, um, the mini leaps and the permission are really the building blocks to a healthy perception that allows you to achieve the things that you intend to, that you're feeling drawn to complete or to move towards without barrier because really the barrier is our greatest barriers are ourselves it really is you know what another thing that came up for me and and this is like really interesting um <clears throat> and this kind of cl- collides with some other things that I've been pondering because I'm I'm a ponderer is that a word ponderer yes you are a true ponderer my dear (laughs) yes so as I was ponderering um you know taking these leaps are um so vital to our mental health and also physical health and I, I think that because it is a point of contention, it is a, a relationship building action that um, 
that pulls us into connection to ourselves, to the people around us, to our values, uh, to our um, our higher powers or our um, spiritual connection. Uh, I mean, it it is um, is it an act of it's an act of relationship and connection with the world around us as well as within ourselves. And, and without that connection, without that relationship building piece, um, as humans, we tend to really fall into depression and, or anxiety and um, discomfort that is really unnecessary in, in our walk of life. Um, it, it's um, such a, a vital piece. Connection is such a vital piece of our um, physical, spiritual, emotional well-being, and and taking these leaps, these risks, these outward pushes. This, um, you know, a relationship is a is a two way street, and so I'm offering something to the world around me, with really not asking much for in return. There might be in some intentional um, focuses there, but but then I receive something back, and therein lies this really deep-seated connection to um, to life that I I just, um, people, I don't think people really recognize on, on many levels as being that important on that type of level. The Surgeon General posted something on loneliness a few months ago, the, U the U.S. Surgeon General, and it was a long report about loneliness in America. And one of the causes of loneliness was lack of connection. And granted, that might have been given birth like post-pandemic, but the reality is, is that lack of connection, that loneliness actually began before the pandemic started. It did not have anything to do with that. And, um, and connection was one of the antidotes to loneliness and how difficult people have found um, creating connection within their lives. And I'm honestly, again, leaning back on perception my perception is, is that connection can be cultivated with these in preparation, in the mini leaps, in the permission of allowing yourself to dip your toe in the water and notice the ripple effect that's already created just by a small act of something that um, connects you to something bigger than yourself. And I, I think that is uh, a really important thing to think about or discuss or see how that can be applied in, in, in our lives. I think ultimately what we hope to generate through these discussions, um, those are the bridges we want to build. Yeah. You know, we do, um, you know, it is critical to have, connection and that's not a you know that's separate than being you know 
um, independent or, you know, um, you know, a really sociable, outgoing person versus someone who's more introverted and, you know, more homebody. Hi. Um, <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> more in the world than I am, sister. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, you know, you still have to to maintain that. Or you still have to build that. And while, you know, this new world of, you know, internet and, um, you know, cell phones and, you know, puts these things at our fingertips, how we bridge that gap of um, how we, you know, truly relate and, and the sensation is different in these, you know, internet mediums and you have to, um, focus more on and be more aware of the piece you are missing in that um you know because it is I think you already said it a lot of people talking at you and um you know that's not as effective as speaking with right yeah even physiology physically when you are with another person your bodies and this is scientific this is not woo I'm just giving this caveat it sounds super woo but it's not woo is that our our bodies connect and and we actually co-regulate so there's this sense that you know if I am calm and I'm in a room with someone who is not calm um there is a balancing act that happens. My energy is raised up. Their energy is raised down. Our bodies start to co-regulate because that's just what they do. I mean, it is scientifically proven that that happens. And there's this synergy that happens between um, people when they gather together in a space. And that in itself is just extremely important for our health to be in in close contact with others um, whether or not we're in conversation of connection or uh, even if there is uh, polarization and disagreement the, the the mere fact that we are in the same room our bodies are better for it there's something positive happening at least trying to happen, right? Our bodies are wanting to, you know, our bodies are really directing the type of environment and the type of relationship building that we should be doing. It's our thinking mind that polarizes ourselves. And even when we're not in a place where we can speak or, you know, bridge the gap of not knowing or, you know, just, and by not knowing specifically, I'm saying um, we don't always know each other and we're not always in a place where we can just start talking and reaching out and, you know, shyness to overcome and social structure. Um, but I, I think we can focus on that empathy within ourselves of recognizing that whatever challenge 
I am going through, someone else is going through that or worse. And um, you can still, you know, like unfold your bridge, really bad metaphor, but go with me here, folks. You know, like, you know, you, you can open yourself without having to say anything, just recognize, um, you know, and, and send that empathy out. And again, yeah, I'm not woo woo, but, um, you know, by building that awareness in other people's daily struggles and challenges, um, we help ourselves. Mm. And, um, you know, it's not a, you know, full connection, but it is a start and it gives us that semblance and it puts, um, it helps us be aware. And, you know, if science is saying that just that positive energy will ripple, whether we ever see it or can truly know it or measure it, and that's a shot worth taking. I mean, isn't that, you know, why we walk into a church or um, any number of places? Um, that's ultimately what we're trying, what we're doing is sharing in those experiences, whether we communicate it or not. Mm. That is beautifully said. And that's the mental preparedness, the underlying piece, you know, help each other and help ourselves. Yeah. So powerful. I love how you put that. Yeah. As we talk about, you know, beliefs and being prepared, you know, one of the things that I talked about this week um, and was turning on was really asking us all to come up with a different vision, redefine, you know, what that looks like. Because as we spoke and as we had these follow-on conversations, um, you know, risk and fear kept coming up. Mm. And that's, you know, okay, very, very legitimate. But a lot of it is just in that perception that when we take chances or when we grab um, at the chances that life is bringing towards us, you know, those, um, as you put it, those, those series of surrenders, um, when we envision it and as we talk about it as a jump and a leap, um, we are empowering that, that fear and that risk association. So I would like to start seeing it differently. And I hope others will as well, that you are standing on your two feet and those chances are, you're not jumping into oblivion and hoping to land on your feet. And, you know, 
maybe we do that sometimes too. Life takes us where we want, but you know, we do, we land on our feet, but, um, you know, instead, you know, as we picture these, you know, ladders or stairs or these, this progress through life, um, which I think most of us default to, you know, moving up, right? (laughs) Not down. Um, you know, let's make the leap about jumping and catching on that next ledge, right? When we just need to bridge that, that little bit of gap, it's too far to step. So we just, we jump up instead, you know, maybe we're hardcore when we do it all like parkour style, like however we get there, but it's a jump up onto another solid ground. I add to that challenge of also thinking about ways that you can develop more connection that will foster the courage necessary in order to make that jump, to to be able to change the perception so then the jump is supported by courage and community. recognize all that mental preparedness and that frustration that we said was a gift is you are ready and you're frustrated with yourself because you're holding yourself back. Because you know. Yeah, if that little voice is telling you to do something, you're already ready for it. Just quit ignoring it. Any other good takeaways? I don't. I think that is really all that needs to be said. I think that was just like a perfect, that package is beautiful and delivered now. Thank you. We're here and we're here to support you and anyone who wants to change their perception and become a stronger person along with us while we walk this road. We're here to learn as well. And um, so please add comments and and continue this and if we need to circle back to the leap you know at a later episode we can absolutely do that um but in episode two we'll be talking about building connections and building community i think it's an excellent choice kind of uh, already organically ended up there as uh, part of this conversation so we'll take that a step further and see where we land sounds exciting yeah that was a wonderful conversation and I really do look forward to hearing from from others on how they change their perception and what that leap looks like I mean we're just scratching the surface we haven't even actually taken 
we haven't even gotten into the water yet you know there's a whole nother conversation once you're in the water but i love this marinating in the preparedness of what it what it is to take a leap and it deserves that time thank you muna thank you christy and thank you to everyone who's uh, listening and joining in. And again, uh, Patreon, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, Amazon Music, Instagram, Facebook, um, and anywhere else you would like us to show up. But please um, help us, help us, and in turn, we will uh, help others. Yeah.